Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us from the Weekly Standard is Fred Barnes. And Fred, a lot of news of the week, and apparently the least credible person to report it is Brian Williams. Well, he certainly has gotten himself in a in a heap of trouble, uh, and and what it's done is it uh, basically destroy the most valuable asset he has had up to now, and that's his credibility. You know, a reporter might get something wrong every now and then, but every story is reported by the anchor. And he's the anchor in the NBC News and has done so much and has had a great reputation. But this this tale he's been telling after going to Iraq in 2004 about how he was in a helicopter that was shot at and hit and it had to, it had to go land very quickly and how dangerous it was uh, turns out to be untrue. Uh, and then... And so he, uh, that was his first problem. The, uh, the second problem is when he apologized to the military people who were uh, with him there in Iraq, when he apologized, he created another problem for himself, and that is another credibility problem, of course. And, and that problem is that he said, well, he was really uh, in the, well, first, <laughs> first he said he had, there'd been a, no, oh, he just mixed up the helicopter he was in with the one that got shot at and, uh, and hit, and, uh, you know, he, uh, I just mix it up and said somehow thought he was in the other one, which is not credible. And then he said, oh, 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 yeah, now I know. I was in the follow-up plane. Well, he wasn't in the follow-up, rather, helicopter. He wasn't in the follow-up one. The plane, uh, the helicopter he was on came an hour later. And so... Come um, on, Fred. Hasn't this happened to you? You... Uh, you know, you uh, 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 brag to your friends no. that, no, this hasn't happened to you, Fred? No, it's not. Look. You say something about a couple, you say something about an evening spent with two Swedish twins. It turns out you slept in a twin bed made in Sweden. Come on, Fred. Oh, well, now, wait a minute. That, now, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm kidding. No. You know, I mean, everybody knows when they're telling the truth or not. That's, a, that's, that's easy. You know, and then and, oh, and he gave this elaborate story on the on the Letterman show about uh, describing all the different people and everything. I mean, it it, it was uh, and it was untrue, and um, and and so he's in trouble. Uh, and I don't know how he's gonna I don't know how he's gonna get out of this. Well, the latest uh, reporting NBC, is that NBC wants is gonna... to keep him. He's a valuable asset, right. and he's a very attractive newsman. But uh, I think he's uh, in a in deep trouble here. Yeah, and NBC does want to keep him, and that's the question. And mm -hmm. You know how these things work, Fred. Once you unpeel one layer of the onion, you keep digging, and mm -hmm. uh, a, uh, the New Orleans advocate has looked at his claim, uh, once again on videotape, that he was watched a dead body float by his French Quarter hotel during Katrina. Well, the mm -hmm. French Quarter didn't flood during Katrina, and mm -hmm. so now the story of his reporting of Katrina is being questioned, and I don't see a good end. Mm -hmm. Here's what's interesting to me is the the reaction I've had from my radio listeners and, and people who read my blog is, mm -hmm. come on, Michael, this is the media. They mislead us all the time about stuff. How is this any mm -hmm. worse than, for example, the past week the, that that uh, uh, Brian Williams and others media spent trying to convince the Americans that Republicans are fearful of vaccines and don't believe in mm -hmm. science, when it's the left that you yeah. find these granola-crunching anti-vaccine yeah, kooks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, a former intern of mine, uh, uh, Whitney Blake, who happens to be uh, visiting here at the Standard today, said that, um, that, that, that somebody said, if you want to find the, the people who are against these vaccines, <laughs> you just look there in the neighborhood of a, of a Whole Foods store. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and they tend to be upper income. Um, it's crazy. But look, I want to say the Williams thing is different. And it's different for this reason, and that is there's no, 
uh, uh, there's no dispute over whether what he said was true or not. Uh, I mean, he it wasn't true. He has apologized for it. He's tried to explain it away by, in ways that only got him in more trouble. But, but look, this is a leading anchor in the country, uh, and what he said repeatedly uh, was not true. Now, I don't know about the about the Katrina thing. That that sounds like a a whopper. But but I don't know. I don't know whether it's been uh, refuted uh, uh, clearly. Uh, but it is different when something that they can cite the times where he said it about about his Iraq incident, uh, and it wasn't true over and over again. What he said, they have tape. Uh, you know, there was a reporter for USA Today who who covered the Middle East and got in trouble in a similar thing to this Katrina thing because he reported that, among other things, when there was a, a terrorist bombing, that he reported that a head in downtown Jerusalem came rolling down the street. Uh, well, nobody else saw it, and uh, and this reporter ultimately lost his job. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen to uh, Williams. He's had a great career, and well, that's up to NBC. Something about talking about combat and terrorism mm -hmm. causes problem. People to have problems with the facts. And mm -hmm. President Obama gave a very interesting history lesson lesson oh, uh, at the National Prayer Breakfast about you have to get off your high horse. You Christians, mm -hmm. don't you realize you have the same problems as Islam? Mm -hmm. Why, look at the mm -hmm. Crusades and slavery, Fred. Why, it's, yeah, it's the, the same. You forgot about the Inquisition. He mentioned that, too. There was so much wrong with this. Uh, it was wrong to do this at the National Prayer Breakfast. Uh, it was wrong in its content. Uh, it was wrong, the, uh, the notion that there was somehow uh, moral equivalence between the people who uh, went on the Crusades or conducted the Spanish Inquisition, and ISIS murderers, uh, decapitators, uh, uh, the folks who burn people to death. I don't think they're morally equivalent, but... Um, uh, I also thought it was, uh, uh, I'll say this, it jumped out at the Christian community mm -hmm. that the president talked about evil in religion's name. Whenever he talked about Paris and Pakistan and ISIS, he specifically said the word religion. But when he talked mm -hmm. about slavery and the Inquisition, he sp mm -hmm. specifically called out Christianity. Is Christianity mm -hmm. really the religion that needs to be called out in the world in 2015? Well, he doesn't even like to use the word uh, Islam. You know, the perpetrators... Uh, of these uh, horrible crimes in Iraq and Syria, they are violent extremists. They're not. They're not uh, Islamic jihadists. I mean, after all, the I in in ISIS is Islamic, <laughs> but the president seems to ignore that. Uh, uh, somehow he has the idea that if he doesn't uh, mention the word Islam or Islamic, that uh, it will he will get along and America will get along better with a lot of these uh, Muslim countries. Uh, I don't think, I don't think that's exactly what happened. That's happened. But uh, Michael, think about the, the, uh, the crusades. They were a thousand years ago. Exactly. <laughs> and think of the inquisition. Well, the Spanish inquisition was you know, something less than 500 years ago. My rule, of thumb, my rule of thumb, Fred, is if Strom Thurmond wasn't around to see it, it's yeah. off the table. And that's, yeah. that's a pretty generous mark. But you, you mentioned the, the issue of will we make friends by mm -hmm. leaving the word mm -hmm. Islam out. And mm -hmm. I, uh, the Weekly Standard posted up on the blog 
video of new Senator Tom Cotton really taking mm -hmm. it to the Department yeah. of Homeland Security about the issue of shutting mm -hmm. down Gitmo. And he made a compelling mm -hmm. case when he went through terrorist attack after terrorist attack that occurred before Gitmo was ever open. Yeah. Do, do people around the president really believe that the Muslim world doesn't know they have a problem and if that we don't mention it, then their armies will mm -hmm. join us to take on the extremists? No. Well, I don't know about people uh, around the president. Clearly, the president believes that. And uh, he, uh, I think he's way out on a limb on this thing. The, uh, the mainstream media really won't call him on it, but a lot of the conservative press does, and uh, we have it at the Weekly Standard. I know you have on your show. Um, uh, uh, the president just gets himself in more trouble. The problem, <laughs> and the president somehow thinks he's, he's doing a good deed, but the good deeds that he needs to do are ones where he exerts American power around the world uh, to good ends. Uh, American power to uh, thwart or at least a stymie of Vladimir Putin from what he's doing in, in Ukraine. Uh, you know, this notion now is, the, the White House aim now is that, well, we can, uh, we can block uh, Putin not by arming the Ukrainians with real weapons, which they want, but we can do it by saying we're considering sending weapons <laughs> to Ukraine. I mean, that, I, don't, I don't think Putin's uh, uh, being upset by that, uh, for sure. And, of course, I think Putin uh, suspects, and probably correctly, that uh, Obama does not want to send weapons and won't send weapons. He'll send a lot more night goggles and, um, and Neil's ready to eat, but, but he's not going to send anti-tank weapons. You know, I heard an interesting argument from someone who opposes the uh, West sending weapons, which is essentially you'll send in weapons, and because Russia is right on the border and they've got the military and they're prepared to use it, they'll just mm -hmm. they'll just counter with even more powerful. You know, you send in mm -hmm. anti-tank missiles, they'll send more mm -hmm. and you know and better tanks. And on the one hand, that's what war is about. You have to be prepared to fight it to the end. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, Fred, don't they make a point, which is that no matter what military action Ukraine takes, once it gets really hard, there is no way that this president and this Europe are going to stand with Ukraine. And if Russia really wants to take a big mm -hmm. bite out of eastern Ukraine, we will stand by and let them. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I think you're wrong about the Germans and the French and the British and Obama. They'll stand by Ukraine, rhetorically. But in terms <laughs> of doing anything uh, that might impede uh, what the Russians are doing in, in Ukraine, uh, we're not going to see any of that. So basically, I'm saying you're exactly right. <laughs> you know, look, Putin, uh, Putin is a smart guy. He knows uh, when to backpedal. With him, you know, he'll sign some agreement that he's not going to do any of these things. And that's his one step back. And, and after a few months, remember the agreement he signed last September? It was a peace agreement. He was not, they were not going to be infiltrating uh, uh, Soviet uh, uh, troops uh, dressed as civilians. Uh, into eastern Ukraine. Well, that was, what, six months ago? And now we see the two steps forward. Now he's sending troops in and sending intelligence officers in and so on, and uh, uh, and has taken, a, and, and they, along with the rebels in, in eastern Ukraine, have taken a, a whole lot more land, right. and, and now he's ready to you know the French and and uh, and German leaders. I, I guess they're in Moscow today. Maybe as we speak, uh, went to meet with him. Then um, he'll take a step back, and then a little later he'll take <laughs> a couple steps forward. And and meanwhile, and one of the things, of course, he wants is a link from Russia to a, a land link from Russia to Crimea, which right. he has already seized, annexed, uh, and he's and he's going to get one. 
I was going to correct you a moment ago. You said the Soviets were going to push in, and if you yeah, forgot, I, you forgot yeah. that the, the Soviets were gone. But then I realized <laughs> Vladimir Putin has apparently forgotten that the Soviet Union's gone too. So I thought I would leave it because it's a more accurate reflection of where we are. Fred Barnes, thanks so much for your time. Enjoyed it. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard podcast. Please be sure to check WeeklyStandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.